This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. You are so welcome. And if it's your first time, especially welcome. There you go. You even get the little bit of symbol at the end. So we state these things, particularly when you're doing a podcast and it goes out public. I say this, and I was saying that I, last time that I was kind of giving up on the, the last three that seemed to be... Potentially pregnant, but not showing much sign of actually giving birth. So I was going to give up on them. I think pretty much they're not going to. And of course, what happens? The next day, Alwyn gave birth. So it started fairly early in the morning with, uh, I don't know, over breakfast and things, a few little kind of indicators, but then some really definite things going on with chewing aside. She was reaching back. It wasn't flies. Definitely wasn't flies. So these are contractions and she reaching back, then visiting the poop pile and then and then sitting and just a little bit kicked over on one side. And so all the things were starting to appear, tail up, walking with the tail up, going to the poop pile again. So all the signs were there and it started about 10 o'clock really when I noticed the more in- intensity of it. And it just kind of kept going. I kept an eye on, I kept watching, kept, <laughs> she got a bit paranoid because I was following her and trying not to put pressure on her, but at the same time, wanting to be aware. She's a first-timer, so the maiden. So that was a bit of a challenge, just trying to to be the support. She's pretty good, actually. She didn't hide herself away. She did stay relatively near to where I was, which was great. And we, we then worked through the bits and pieces again and again, and the, the signs were there. But And she kept moving, and she went, and she had a role, and then she came to the oh, – and, and then she left the others and came in to have some hay, and then – so it was all there indicating and then not really delivering, not really producing anything. And uh, as the time goes by, you get a little bit more concerned about that. So it was later on in the afternoon. Uh, oh, I do worry when that happens. Uh, I don't like afternoon births. There's usually difficulties. It's usually indicative of there being difficulties. Uh, and often you've got a lot more that you need to be aware of and keep on top of. So in the end, it was later. She moved herself again and she was over one side. I took her some food. Oh, all of a sudden the others appeared. They'd been down the far end of the lake. She she was in a field by herself, uh, just with me, uh, keeping an eye on her and trying to do my distance thing, trying to sit on my chair with my binoculars at a distance. Oh, it is hard. <laughs> I do. I do try, but sometimes find it difficult. So... It was probably about half past four. Things started to to become a lot more deliberate in terms of she was straining and clearly wasn't just going to the loo. It took a while and then it didn't look quite as I expected it to. And what am I seeing? What what would it look like if it was a breech birth? What would would the other, other end of the alpaca coming out first look like? We've never had one of those, thankfully. But I was trying to work out what I was seeing and trying to decide whether that was what was going on. But it wasn't. Um, It was, in fact, the head. And eventually there was a bit more, but a lot of straining. And 
the membranes seemed to be slightly different. Uh, more of that later. So it was about half past four in the end when she started, and the, there was enough of the head showing to be confident it was an, a normal delivery. But it was just taking a long time, and she was straining. And do you do you get involved? Do you? When do you get involved? So I was trying to do all that juggling thoughts on my feet. Am I doing the right thing? Can I do more? Should I do less? Don't get involved unless you have to, all those kind of things. Uh, so a bit more of the head then. And then eventually we had the, the, the feet and the membrane split. But the membrane was really quite quite tough, quite thick, a bit thicker than normal. I'm not quite sure what that means, really. Uh, what's the cause of that? Is it something, it's just what it was, but so, uh, but she was a first timer. So as the, the sac, as the, the membrane split and the fluid was released, which is not a lot of fluid, but the, that was released. And then the feet start to kind of come through. <laughs> and it, it, this poor little thing was gurgling and starting to make noises. And she span round, she spat at it. Um, what is that? <laughs> and then spinning around, trying to see this this half-delivered, or not, not half-delivered yet, baby. Um, and so I was trying to keep her calm. And generally, it was just then the progression took, again, a bit longer than I would have liked to, to, to have done. Helped a little bit with rearranging some of the, the legs slightly to, to allow for a more straightforward birth. And then she, she did push, and it was... Uh, finally delivered and a little girl. So we now have Wenna as the daughter of Olwyn. And that was welcome in so many ways, but concerning because it was so late in the day, half past four, it's not that late in one sense, but oh, just know there's, there's a struggle to get to that point, which she started early with the signs. And then, so then of course you're going through all of the, uh, the usual getting settled, uh, passing the placenta and all those kind of things. Everything took a little bit longer. And uh, the little one, when it took a, a while to to cush up and then get up onto her, her feet and she seemed fine. And then she started moving around a bit more. That was good to see. But uh, she didn't really get to her feet and needed a bit of help here and there. Just took a lot longer. Hmm. When she was up on her feet, she didn't really go looking for milk. Mm. So there's a worrying sign. So we ended up, and then the weather started shifting a little bit. So we we needed to bring her in, uh, and Sally was going to keep her in the, sh the stable overnight, give her some protection. So mum and and youngster were put in the the small stable. Uh, the lights were on, but it's still a bit quite a bit darker, and, and she started heading for the walls and the corners and things. Oh dear, here we go rather than going for the mum, looking for milk. It was just a, a bit of a challenge. And then they settled down and mum was a bit anxious being separated from the others. The others were kind of around, but then they wandered off and uh, the usual catalogue of bits and pieces that are not quite as good as they could be <laughs> and you wish they were different. So this was a little bit of a challenge, trying to to keep involved enough, but not too much. And we... Made a valiant effort. In the end, decided that the, the little one, because they were going to start settling down and stuff with it being so dark. So I needed to just give the, a little bit of something to the little one too. So to keep it going and give her a bit of energy. So that was, we got there. 
it just everything was has, has been slow with her in terms of the the development and the normal stages that you see. So we shall we shall see, and uh, we've then been topping up. So there was the light in the stable and that kind of thing. And she's needed a coat on at night. Uh, she's a she's a wee, oh she's not that small actually. She's so about eight kilograms. Um, but she, she, compared to the other ones now, she looks quite a bit smaller and she's a bit slower and she's not feeding so much and, and so just, we've been using the coach to keep weather at bay. It's a couple of times it's been a bit damp and things and we tend to kept, kept them all in. So I knew where I could find them and could go check on them in the evening, in the dark, but you don't want to mess around with them too much and stress them. So balance, balance, balance. <laughs> and where is it? And have you passed a line that you need to back off from and... So it's been quite intensive uh, decision-making, which is very tiring, <laughs> just having to make all these decisions and choices all the time. So she's had a coat on, and there's the question of uh, of checking the weight, really. that's how, How's the progress going? You need to be checking on, on the weight, but you also don't want to stress them too much by doing that. She's been having a top-up bottle, and I wasn't quite sure whether there was an alternative, really, to the dried milk that we use. There's a, a multi-milk that's pretty good based on goat's milk, but dried milk and make up these these things. I did have some sachets of colostrum, which isn't really any good as colostrum, but it's got some other bits and pieces and a little bit of sugar, uh, sort of dextrose and stuff. So that that helps, but it's it's not ideal. Uh, but it's got a funny little flavour, I think, distinctive flavour, and she didn't really like that very much going forward. So we had to look at something else. So I had a chat with my good friend Victoria. Simply alpaca, and we agreed. Or her approach would be to use goat's milk, uh, but a, a carton of goat's milk, uh, which is a bit more expensive, but it's, it's ready done and it's a bit more natural in a sense. I've not really tried that before, so we we had to go with that, and that made a, such a difference. It's it's the right consistency, it's the right or a closer flavour than what I had been trying, and so we've been able to get some of that into her, which is great. And therefore, the energy levels have gone up. She started running around. So this morning. She had a little coat on again overnight to just keep her warm. And uh, she's taking the, the bottle relatively. I'm still having to feel like I'm force feeding. But we did that. And then just moving the bottle slightly away, she's sucking onto that and holding onto it. And she, it is something she's wanting, which is good. And I noticed this morning that uh, her neck had some green spit on it. <laughs> and I'd actually seen her a bit earlier as well. Now, why, what was that doing there? Well, that was because she was going looking for milk elsewhere. Now, I've had words with her. She needs to go looking for milk from her mum. And we need to have words with the mum as well and try and get that working properly. But there is some encouragement that she's taking some milk. She's weeing a bit more and also, therefore, making some progress. But, but the energy levels are going up and she's able to run around. So she's running around like a mad thing. That's usually day two, but it's almost, where are we day? Day five, six now. So that was uh, encouraging but still feeling a bit anxious, still feeling a bit worried. Are we doing enough? Are we getting there? So that was a progress forwards, but it's persistence. You've got to keep going. You've got to keep, you've got to keep going, keep doing the things that need to be done without doing too much. So lots of being on alert and watching and making sure that those little mileposts are being passed. So they're running around this morning. She was just running backwards and forwards, just trying on her fast legs, which was great. So she's get, getting difficult to catch. <laughs> So that's always a good sign. And I, th I I tend to work on the basis, if you can't catch them to put a coat on, they probably don't need a coat. Um, now, there's a few times we've had to kind of bring them all down into the stable and, and be able to close gates to, to, 
narrow down the options of what they're doing. So the little ones are, are running as a gang now. They, they, they tend to, to go off. And I think Wenna will be joining in with that more. She's been a, a, a bit involved, but she'll be doing more of that. So that's the kind of uh, process we've been going through, really, this, this last week. It's quite active and, and the job's not done. You know, you can't kind of say that's that's that finished. Well, not for a while yet. So keep making observations and from that, use that to help build the right choices and decisions. And if you feel it's not the right one, then you make another one. You keep pursuing those things forward. So that's uh, a work in progress and will be. I'll keep you informed and hopefully she's going to do all right. But I just still, still feel... Bit anxious and a bit concerned. I uh, was certainly not out of the trees yet, if that's the right phrase. So yeah, so that's been been good. But the others uh, are all doing well and growing. I actually had to change the coat for Wenna, so she's got a different coat on uh, because the thought <laughs> was too small. That's a good sign. I like that. That's encouraging. And the others haven't had the the coat on. It's not been so bad. It's a little bit cooler. And we've got the equinox. Today is the equinox. So we're officially getting into that last part of the year. And it is going to cool down in the evenings, in the nights. Uh, but the fleece is growing. And quite a number of the, the older ones, they've got quite quite nice thick fleece now coming through. And the youngsters are, are running around. Oh, you've got to keep looking for new signs. What are, what are these things? Okay, this one's got a little pink spot on the nose. Oh, she's got a this one. Uh, so, so, uh, S Steph is really curious and he comes up and he has a, a good little stand in front of you and a look, a look you over, which is really nice. And he's got a little pink spot on the end of his nose. So he's easy to notice. And then there's another one, another one of the boys is Myrig, um, whose fleece has grown and he's, you kind of go, which one am I looking at here? Now his nose has got a little brown or it's a light fawn. It's a slight darker fawn than the rest of his body. So medium phone kind of spot on, on his nose. So half of his nose is this is this brown colouring, this this light. No, it's dark phone really. So he's he's becoming identifiable by that, which is great. So you, you've got to find these things to be able to identify this particular animal when it's not stood there right next to its mum and taking the 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 milk. So uh, lots of watching, which is great. Lots of being out and around and about them. And there's some Tidying up and clearing up needs to be done in terms of helping the grass continue into the next phase of this coming season. We're not going to have as much hot weather, so we can adjust over to the the new season uh, and the new temperatures and that kind of stuff. And it's getting darker slightly earlier, slightly earlier. So we also have to do the work earlier in the day to make sure it all gets done. But yeah, I like this time of year. What's what's your favourite time of year? Do you do you like the spring? Do you like the summer? What about the autumn? I, I winter can be good, but we we never massively enthusiastic about the winter because it's colder and wetter and and darker generally. But uh, here we're going into our autumn and down in Australia, and hopefully they're doing well after the the earthquake. That uh, where did that come from? They're going into spring and there's always something new happening. So we carry on facing the pandemic and adjusting to what we need to do with that, carry on adjusting to the seasons 
and we just carry on. It's as I say, the, the job's not done. It's a process. It is what it is. And we work with that. We plan ahead. We do the things in the preparations, but it is what it is. And we have to work with today because that's what we've got. So I've got some more bits and pieces outside to do, but we shall see you again next time. If you've got any comments or questions, do let me know. Usual way, steve at alpacatribe.com. Take care. And if you can, go spend some time with an alpaca. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.